0: Hello, welcome back to Authentic Beauty. This is Danielle, and today I'm going to be talking about perspective. Perspective. Perspective is everything. The way that you see the world, the way that you view the world, is really super, super important because it literally is everything because you are seeing the world through your own personal lenses. You can't, unless you make a conscious effort, you can't truly see the world through somebody else's eyes. And although we try to put ourselves in other people's shoes, you know, if we're feeling empathetic towards somebody, we try to put them in their shoes. And when we attempt to come out of our own personal worldview and Try to see it from somebody else's as best as we can. That's called maturity. It's selfish when you think about your own experiences, your own life, and your own feelings, and you make decisions and you move throughout life in that manner. But when we're able to consider other people, and that's that's part of being considerate, being considerate is to think about somebody else to try to put somebody else's perspective as your own and so perspective really is everything because we make our decisions through it the way that we move the way that we do life is all through our perspective and so keeping that in mind it's really important to you know take that from such that from that broad statement and into our everyday situations in life when you are in a tough time that is one of the most important times that you need to have perspective and it's okay to feel your feelings i've been guilty of you know, dealing with a difficult time, being upset about something, something, you know, made me upset. And so now I'm angry or upset. And I know that I shouldn't feel that way. Right. But I I know that I need to move on. And so in an attempt to move on and not allow things to fester, sometimes I move on so quickly that I don't get a chance to process what's in front of me. And so it's really important to really process and take perspective of every situation that we're in, actually whether positive or negative. But oftentimes we don't do it when we are in an unpleasant situation because all we can focus on is how unpleasant the situation is. And see, focus focus is is key especially when you're under attack or in a difficult season because if you don't grab the lesson if you don't grab everything that you need to know from that situation then you'll have to go around that um, around that mountain again and and until you learn it until you you know let go of the feeling sometimes there's just too much emotion sometimes we just hold on to things because we don't like it. We, uh, there was a pastor who once said that feelings make horrible masters, but great servants. Or it's probably flipped. Feelings make great servants, but horrible masters. And it's great. You know, if you feel like doing something, That's amazing because it it serves as a great servant to what you're doing. The master would be your will, your mind, like what you know to be correct should be the Holy Spirit, right? And so, for example, something as simple as cleaning up the house. You know you need to clean the house. So you've made it up in your mind, I'm going to clean this house. And it's you're going to clean that house, whether or not you feel like doing it. So if the, your feelings decide to serve you in that moment, that's a 100 times better. It's, it's amazing that you have that help that support from your feelings to want to complete that task. But if that if you don't feel like doing it okay no problem like i just will not have that additional servant in me completing this task but they cannot be masters They make horrible masters because you you, if you don't feel like doing it if you only do things that you feel like doing you're never going to get the important things done you're never going to do the things that require discipline and hard work because those types of things that we have to push through the reward on the other side of it is often so much greater than the things that we do feel like doing because the flesh is so weak the flesh is wants things of the world the flesh is carnal it just wants to you know sit down lay up watch tv eat ice cream all day and that's not something that we should be doing you can't be productive and you can't get things done for that there's a scripture, and we have to remember that, that says that the flesh is always fighting against the spirit. If they're always fighting against each other, if they're always contrary to each other, you have to, you know, take that into account and be wary of the things that your flesh desires. There are some things that are godly desires, but those godly desires are to serve God or to glorify God in one way or another the flesh just wants to glorify itself so you have to be mindful if you do always feel like doing things because as we press towards what God wants us to do you know he's always pushing us out of our comfort zone he's always instructing us and having us to do things that we don't always feel like doing and when you feel that way then you know you are moving and walking in the will of God for your life Because the flesh is going against the spirit. The flesh is contrary to the spirit. They're like complete opposites. And so it's that game of tug of war where you have to let the spirit win. You can't let your flesh take over and win. Because at the end of the day, Paul writes what comes out of serving your flesh you know it was drunkenness it was laziness it was strife it was jealousy envy all of these things that he listed and we we can't afford to do that because that's not going to glorify God and that's not going to bring us closer to him or serve his purpose for our lives and so we have to look at perspective when we are in difficult situations when we are in storms because there's always revelation hidden in the storms because God is an intentional God he doesn't allow things to happen to us that do not serve a purpose and will and that will not give him the glory at the end of the day and so when you keep that in your mind that helps to change your perspective from the negativity of what might be happening the unpleasant of what might be happening and it it shifts your focus on okay lord what is it what is it that i'm not doing how can i serve you sometimes it's not something that you're doing or not doing sometimes it's just to bring something out of you maybe something there's been a fighter that's been laying dormant in you for the past 20 some odd years and this fight with the enemy is what's gonna bring it out of you, so how you have to think about, Lord God, okay, what is this for? What is the purpose of this? What can I do? You have to be prayed up, you need to be pressed in because in the end, you always win because if if you're on if you're with the Lord, you know he he's already got the victory, you've already got the victory, so it's just you know, not thinking that you're going to lose this, if you know in the back of your mind that you're already going to win, if you know in the back of your mind that this is going to serve you and it's going to serve God in the end, if you know that it's going to bless you somehow, it's going to strengthen you, it's going to build you, it's going to grow you, then you start to not put so much emphasis on what's happening. And when we put so much emphasis and focus and, attention and time and energy on the things that are happening that is what we magnify whatever you focus on will magnify whatever you magnify will get bigger just think about when you were younger probably i know i had one a big old magnifying glass and me and my brother we would go outside and we would you know put the magnifying glass on bugs and um they would end up uh cooking in the sun because they were the sun not only was the image of the bug being magnified to us so we could see it a lot more clearly but at the same time the sun was being magnified on the bug the rays of the sun was being magnified on the bug and therefore it was getting bigger Uh, The rays were getting stronger and it was beaming down on the bug and eventually it caused it to die. And so... When we are in a situation, when we are in a tough time and we begin to focus on the things that are happening, we're focusing on the enemy, we're focusing on what he's doing and not doing, and focusing on this, that, and the other, and the logistics of the fight, of the battle that we are in, then those situations, the problems, they get so much bigger. They get so much bigger, they get so much stronger, they get so they get magnified in our life and instead of God being magnified and the thing is we need to magnify him we need to exalt him we need to worship him so that he becomes bigger than the situation when the situation is bigger than him in your mind then it begins it begins to overwhelm you it begins to overcrowd you and God is not going to move while you are not while you are dishonoring him in his name and what he can do for you if you don't trust him enough to move on your behalf you know he may not do it there are some situations where god you know he may just you know just out of love for you deliver you from something but the thing is, if you want to access like the full benefits, the full measure of God's love and His grace, and you want to see Him move in your life continuously, you have to put your trust in Him. You have to magnify Him. He has to become the biggest thing in your life where nothing can diminish your faith or or make you doubt or make you worry or make you scared or any of that because you know that he is going to come out and he is going to stand strong and he is going to stand tall in your life. And so the little things that the enemy tries to throw at you are going to be like nothing. They're going to be just like little flies coming at you. He's throwing darts at you, but they, you know, hitting your shoulder like, oh, was that something I didn't notice? And, you know, and that's how we need to be. We can't be focused on all these little things and these tactics that the enemy tries to throw our way because when we magnify it, it just makes it bigger than it needs to be. And it's not even that big to begin with. And so we need to have the right perspective of why God might be having us in this situation. You have to come out of yourself. Perspective is about coming out of yourself and just trying to have the viewpoint of God. And the only way that we can do that is through prayer, is through worship, through reading the word. And we get to understand God's character and his heart for why, you know we might be facing the things that we're facing. And it's important to remember and realize that as children of God, it does not mean that we will never go through anything. I don't know who said that. I don't know who told you that. But even just reading the Bible, you can see that children of God, they went through some stuff. They went through some stuff. They went through some trials. They went through some tribulations. But God was always by their side. And God always protected his people. And if you think about it, even if now you just think about your perspective of just difficult situations in general, things that you've been through in the past, things that have happened to you. there's. If I think about one of the more difficult times in my life, and I remember not understanding why I had to deal with this situation, why I had to go through it, why is this happening to me? We've all asked that God that question at some point in our lives. I was going down the list. I've been serving you. I go to church, you know, like my resume, if you will. Been in church since I was a little girl. This, that, and the other. And none of those things have anything to do with it and he's like, "I know then that's why I'm putting you in the situation because my relationship with God before I had really had any life experience was so elementary, it was so basic i didn't even go i didn't go deeper with God until some deep things started to happen to me." when I got to experience God, because all day long you can hear about how God is a protector, how God is a healer, how God is a savior, how God is, you know, our our provider. All of these things, you can hear about it all day long and you might even believe it. Like, oh, yeah, I know because, you know, yeah, I know God's a a provider because, you know, that's what the Bible says. That's what everybody says. That's what my pastor says. But until you've been in a situation where you were down to your last dime, where you didn't know where your next meal was coming from, where you didn't know how you were going to get from point A to point B, you're on your way to work and your car completely breaks down, but you don't have enough money to get it fixed. It is not until those situations where you lose your job that you've been serving faithfully and you lose your job, the company shuts down completely and you don't have any options it's not until then when god sustains you through that tough time do you really begin to understand that god truly is a provider it's not until you are truly 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 sick do you really get to experience god as a healer it's not until you are just completely bound lost confused totally on the other side of the world doing all kinds of evil. And then when God snatches you out of that and brings you into his kingdom and into his arms and into his family, do you see that God is a deliverer? It's not until you personally get to witness the power and the move of God do you really, really, really begin to understand characters of God. And sometimes he just wants to show you who he is. And sometimes when he shows us who he is, That's when we can really, that's when we really begin. Sorry, I got a lot going on in the background over here. Um, It's not until he really begins to show us who he is do we really go deeper in him and our relationship. And we begin to trust him like, oh, wow, God, you really were there for me. You really saved me. You really protected me. You really delivered me like, thank you so much. I love you, Lord, for doing that for me. And when we experience that, when we witness that, that's when we go to new levels in God. That's when we can, we really begin to want to share God with other people and disciple other people in God. Because if he did it for me, like, I know he can do it for you. I just want to tell you about how he's so good, how he, how he saved me. And when we share our testimony with others, and especially with people who have been through similar situations than us, and that's another thing to remember, because that is a big lie from the enemy, is that you're the only one who went through what you went through, and that is so not true. There are so many other people with your testimony, not your exact testimony, your exact testimony is unique, but there are other people who have similar aspects, who have been through similar situations and similar things that you have been through. And so as a result, when you hear about other people who have had similar things happen to them, it begins to increase your faith and God can begin to work on their heart because they get to see um, just how he's moved in your life. And that's what it is at the end of the day. And as you begin to share your testimony and decree and declare and declare what's done for you, it brings a new level of healing for you even. And it becomes easier to talk about it because the enemy also tries to keep us silent and we can't stay silent from our testimony because he knows that once we begin to share it, that other people will get set free. And the Bible says that um, in Revelation that... Um, and they were free by the word of the Lamb and by every word of their testimony. And so... God saves us. But when we share it, we can really, really begin to experience true freedom and true healing and and true deliverance. And so that's something that we should definitely aim and strive toward as we're walking towards this journey. Begin to just, the next time you're just in a difficult situation, you want to get out of where you are, Try ask God, pray that he would reveal, that he would change your perspective and that, he would begin to share his heart for you and why you're in it. And don't ask in an accusatory tone, like, why do you have me in this situation? Like, you know, having an attitude with him, but just ask him, Lord God, what do you have for me here? What am I supposed to learn here? Give me the patience, give me the strength, give me the fortitude to continue and to press on. So that I might serve you, so that I can glorify you, and so that I can serve your people and serve your kingdom. You know, bless me. Give me what I need to continue and to press on. You know, pray into it. Ask God to reveal it to you. And having that insight and that knowledge and wisdom will always help you in every single situation. I hope this message blessed you. Remember to focus on the right things. Ask God for perspective. And press on. Your feelings should not determine what you do. But it should always be the word of God. And it should always be the Holy Spirit. Press on. I'll see you in this next one. Bye.